Amen. Now, here's my qualification. Pastors can sometimes get crotchety. Did you know that? On our good days, on our good days, we go, we say to our, because there's, you know, oh, this is great. The Lord is moving. God's doing great things. It's awesome. And even in, within the context of this family, just this last two-week period, somebody started reading the Bible for the first time. I was like, yes! Somebody, uh, somebody started, they uh, made a decision after the uh, message that we talked about, give systematically, and they were like, you know what? We're going we're gonna to bump up a percentage point. I was like, yes! Okay, so there's two wins. Um, but then sometimes pastors get crotchety, and they're like, man... Nobody's saving. Nobody's doing nothing. Wah, 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 wah. The sky is falling. We're all going to die. Leah's like, <laughs> and it's true. Pastors can something. So I would like some feedback from you on this series. Did, uh, this is your moment, and if I would love for you to say any, version, any number of things, I, and I want to hear it right now in the gym. Yes, Max, my wife and I, my husband and I, I, I actually tracked money. For the first time ever, I know where it's going. Or, you know what? I we gave for the first time. Or, you know what? Uh, we cut up a credit card. Or, you know what? Um, we're starting. We're going. We're going to actually develop a plan. We're committed to this. Or, okay. So there's one type of feedback. Or the other type of feedback is, okay. I, I heard when you talked about, you know, blah blah blah. But what about? What about this situation? What about that scenario? How does it work in this kind of a thing? So I really would like to hear from you. I really would, because I vacillate between woohoo and crotchetiness, and we've, we've done our part, and we've talked about money for the past several weeks. So talk to me. Has it, has it translated in any way, shape, or form into your home, into your life? Is there any way in which you want to push back? I really want to hear from you. I, there's no singing. There's nothing to... to for prevent this from happening. I, this is on purpose because <laughs> I want to hear from you because you're trapped in this room until somebody says, Amen. I, I don't have a deep enough voice. So I, I'm serious. I want to hear from you. Comments? Questions? We actually did something. What? You cut up two credit cards? <laughs> Give me five. Go, Mike. Go. Woo! It's awesome. Okay, yes. If you want to be heard, I'll take this around to people. Fine. Blah, blah, blah. I always feel like Phil Donahue, though. Today we have... Okay, no. <laughs> He's older now. All right. What else? Anybody? Come on. Is this translated into home in any way, shape, or form? Or do you want to push back and say, Max, you're out to lunch? Um, for the past two paychecks, I've been putting 100 bucks in our savings. You have <laughs> savings now? Did you have savings before? Savings. Okay, savings. but $200 more. That's like a break job. <laughs> that is. That's awesome. Things that you've done, ways in which you want to push back. I'm serious. I want to hear these things. Because I get crazy sometimes. And you're all looking like, man, you really are crazy today. I know. Actually, well, that's nothing new. Um, I actually did have a question. Um, it's, it's, it's talking about you know, making long-term investments. Uh, I guess my concern is lately it seems like the stock market is 
far from a surefire bet. <laughs> yes. And when, it's, when it's about being a good steward, it's really like, to me, it seems more like going to the track. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. Do you, here's, I mean, here's a question at, I... At least, at least with Keeneland, you don't have to wait 20 years to realize that do, your horse isn't going to win. <laughs> let me ask you an important question. Yeah. Do you plan to live in the United States for the rest of your life? Or at least that's what you're... As far as you know, God, the Lord as willing, creek goes... Yes. Okay. All right. Um, I'll channel Dave and my father. Uh, okay? So if Dave Ramsey were standing here in front of you, this is what he would say. He would... And, and he might even start off with a quote from Bill Clinton, even though he doesn't like politics. Bill Clinton will do it... Isn't that the way he talks? He has his thumb. Everybody who's ever bet against the United States is lost. That's what he says. And he's right. Everybody who historically who has said, ah, America's going to collapse. America's going to fail. America's going down the toilet. America's so yesterday's news. Everybody thus far, everybody who has said that and bet that has lost that bet. And what Dave would say is, we have a track record now of 100 years of the, of the United States stock market. And over 100 years, you can pretty much take to the bank a 12 per, somewhere between an 8 and 12% return, you know, considering the dramatic crash that happened in 29, the crash that happened in, what was it, 85, 86, despite huge swings over a long period of times, American companies have done remarkably well. So the question that you have to ask yourself is, am I willing, in a sense, to bet the farm on the good old U.S. of A? And that's, that's your fundamental question. Um, I've watched my stock. I, I set aside money for retirement. I've watched it swing radically over the past few years, and I don't think it's going to stop swinging. But I'm only 43. I really do believe that by the time I'm 70, that money will be bigger than it is today because I believe American companies are going to do well. Even if Americans themselves don't, American companies can get labor in Mexico. They can get investment capital from China and Korea. And they can do all kinds of things. American companies are doing very, very well. And there's a strong return on the money. So if Dave were here, he would say, over long... And again, it's, the issue is over long periods of time. And, and then you have to ask yourself, am I better off betting on American companies or the American government? <laughs> and there's laughter in the gym already. <laughs> okay? So other, other comments, pushbacks? Because I really do. I want to know. I want to know these things. This is encouraging. Cut up credit cards, $200. Um, as a new married couple, we've been talking a whole lot about what we're doing with our money. We took probably 75, 80% of what we got for our wedding, put in a savings fund. We're also planning on... What? <laughs> we're also what? planning on tithing. Wait, say that again. We took about 75, to 80% of what we got for our wedding and put it directly into a savings fund. <gasps> Go! And Go Potters! we're planning for each of our paychecks, tithing 10% and saving 10% every paycheck. What? Give me five. That's awesome. Do you think of, look, think of where you'll be. You're young and in love. <laughs> think of where you'll be when you're my old age and breaking down at 10% annual. I mean, come on, that's a chunk of money. Even if you're not making a chunk of money, that's a chunk of money. Other, other things that have translated at home or pushbacks that you want to have. I wanted to hear these things. I wanted you to hear these things. Is it better to put money in a savings account or into like a CD? Would like okay. What's <laughs> Mike can Mike can you can give a counterpoint to this? Okay, as a resident banker, 
My, if my dad were here, my dad would say, my dad was a banker for years and years and years and years and years. Um, and he would probably say something similar to Dave Ramsey in that when it comes to your emergency savings, your, your savings for a rainy day, the goal of that money is for it to be available to you. The goal of that money is not for it to make money for you. And so a savings account, you're not going to get anything. You know, in reality, if you have a money in a savings account right now with inflation the way it is, you're actually losing money, right? Okay? Because inflation is much more than what banks are paying in terms of savings. If you can often do money market accounts or CDs that would allow you to withdraw, but the kicker is if it's savings, if it's the rainy day kind of money, you want to have it accessible because when it rains, you want to be able to get your money because you need it. And so don't lock it up into something that is going to prevent you from getting money and understand that its purpose is different than money that you're taking out there to, to say, multiply, okay? That's investment money. That's what Chris was talking about and asking about. You know, that's the money you want to go and make lots of money for you. And, and you can tolerate some swings and lock it up for a longer period of time. Other pushbacks, other questions, other things that are translated at home. This is, this is helpful for me. Thank you. It's good to know this is actually translating at home. It's like, wow. <laughs> so Jack gets a monthly stipend as an adopted child every month. And that's monthly always stipend. been our okay. fluid money. All right. I've never accounted for it, never paid much attention to it. It was just what we used to come and go and do. Right. Um, I started putting it in the bank. Yeah. And by your accountability, by the time he's 18, he'll have $30,000. What? Holy cow. Would that not be an awesome gift? I mean, that's, wow, that's amazing parenting. That's, thank you. I mean, that's an amazing thing. What a blessing to be able to do something like that for your kids when they turn 20, 25 or whatnot and say, oh, hey, we know life's hard getting started out. Poof. You know, and if you've done your part to help them make wise decisions over time, hopefully, you know, that kicks in too. And they're not like, oh, I won the lottery. Right? It would be bad, right? They'd go out and spend money. Other, other things that have tra- at home, pushbacks that you want to bring. This is good. Cut up credit cards, save money, set a wedding money set aside, questions about investment and saving. Come on. Look, if you went to Catholic Mass, you would not give, be given an opportunity to speak. And it's just not correct. You, if you, only if you knew the Mass could you be able to speak. The, how, what other church are you going to go to on a Sunday morning where you can actually push back, make a comment, da-da-da-da? I'm just saying. It's weird. We, we've been save, saving and tithing for a while, but uh, uh, we actually have decided to uh, start putting back even more and start tithing even more. So. Wow. Save more and give more. That's awesome. And I don't think saving or giving, I don't think any of us will regret that on the other side. The other side being the resurrected life. Uh, one thing we found over the years is that when I have a cold, my voice is great. Um, you could be a radio hey, announcer. Amen. Oh, Lord. Um, Woo! <laughs> if you pay cash, you actually have money available to do things like give to missions or to tithe. Uh, somebody on our softball team said something a year or so ago about buying a bat for $300. And, you know, I just gulped. And then somebody else said, $300, that's a car payment. 
And I gulped again because... <laughs> That's a huge car payment. <laughs> in 20 years, we have only not paid cash one time for a vehicle. And our vehicles are older. We live with breakdowns, but we're not paying hundreds or maybe thousands of dollars in interest to a bank, no offense, man, that doesn't really <laughs> like us. It just wants our money. So the more you can save up a little bit and pay cash, and maybe you don't buy the top end. We don't all need Escalades. Some of us want sports It's okay cars. if you have one. So I it's okay, right. Knowledge, it's not, that's the, the, actually what it is isn't important as much as use your money wisely. I mean, we, we use a credit card, but we pay it off every month. And as credit cards aren't bad, but don't run a balance. Because do, you, do you know what the industry term for that is? Cheater. Freeloader. The industry term for people who pay off their balance in full at the end of the month are called freeloaders. And we've been freeloading for years, and it works. <laughs> so anyway. You're beating the system. You, use your money. Right. It's beating the system because they don't, they they don't, don't want, expect it. They don't want you to do that. So anyway. Woohoo! Cash. Cash. Leah. I save for money. I don't go out to buy stuff that I don't need. I just save the money. Woo! Go, Serbrook. And your brother is also spendthrifty that way. <laughs> it runs in the family. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for being. I know it's, you know, we're in the big room, okay? So it's a little <gasps> scary, okay? You can do this. This is what I would like. See, these are people in this gym are just like you. They're normal people. They face the same kind of issues and problems that you face. If they can do it, you can do it. And it's just little baby steps. And I would love for you, by the time you're 50, by the time you're 60, to be in a different place financially. Wouldn't, I mean, come on. If you had three to six months savings set aside, wouldn't you sleep better? I mean, if there were... Let's say 10, 20, 30,000 or more just sitting in a savings account to pull just in case. When you put your head at night, wouldn't you sleep better? You would. God has mapped out some better ways to live. And when you and I align our lives that way, we're better off. 